Hey, Riley. Yeah, Andrew? What do you say we start a podcast? I'd say that sounds like a pretty good time. Okay, cool. But what, what, what would he do? What would we record? <laughs> like, what would it be about? Uh, so I've got an idea here. Um, I think that we should start... So I got a novel idea for you. It is a okay. media rewatch podcast. I don't think that's ever been done. I'm I don't think it has, but this one uh, has a twist. Okay. For this one, we're going to have the most chill podcast imaginable because we are going to be laying back on the beach, hanging out, my ties in hand, um, just having a nice, pleasant evening as we <laughs> talk about shows based solely on their beach episodes. Ooh. Okay. Now, when we understand the phrase beach episode. Uh-huh. What does this mean? Do we mean an episode that takes place on the beach? Or do we mean an episode in which there is no major action? It is just a good time. Uh, I, You know what? I think that we should start the show uh, specifically focused on episodes taking place at the beach. But I think that mm-hmm. we, could, we could, once we sell out, we could obviously expand ourselves further. Yeah, absolutely. Once we sell out, again, Maximum Fun, you're on the call. We know that you're listening. Pick us up. We'll sell out in any which way you want. But so, okay. So I come up and I'm like, all right, Andrew, there's this episode of Dragon Ball Super where um, where Trunks, Vegeta, and Bulma go on a on a big vacation to a to an island. That counts. They're having two of them are having a wonderful time. Vegeta is decidedly not having a wonderful time. He gets fucked up by an octopus. Um, and it's 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 I like it and to to me that episode says that dragon ball super rules yeah we're hitting all the classics we're hitting Mm -hmm. uh avatar the last airbender they got a good beach episode we're hitting the office they have a good beach episode uh did they go to the wait where in pennsylvania is there a beach i don't know but michael scott took him there because he thought he was getting a job up at corporate and Ah, pam declares her love for jim and says that she wishes that they were friends still it's a good episode riley it's very deep Andy floats down a river in a big old inflatable sumo suit. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. This is the most chill media rewatch podcast of all time. I think. I think it would be cool. I think it would be relaxed. I think we have a lot of stuff here at our kind of behest. Now, are we also recording on a beach? Absolutely. This is my yes. excuse to go to Bali. You, you, and I move. <laughs> yeah, we're we're gonna go. We we sit down. We've got um, lounge chair on one side, lounge chair on the other side. Little table in the middle. It's got two recorder, and we got a mm-hmm. uh, a little umbrella above us. Both people serving mm-hmm. us mai tais. We're having a good time at the beach. Are we locked into mai tais? No. Whatever your beach no. drink of choice is. It's just we're on island time. Work. You're right. You're right. Any sort of like gin drink to me is is the dream to drink on a on a beach. This is the fun in the sun island podcast. We could even rewatch Fun. Lost. We could. How much of Lost is considered a beach episode until they move inward to get to that little waterfall area? They still that, go that to all beaches, is a beach though. episode. There, there's like it's like ninety percent beach. No, it's for maybe the first two seasons. Hi, yeah, the good I'm channeling seasons. my good friend Wheels. For the good they seasons, they they go to the hatch. There's the house. They have the little thing by the waterfall where they find Jack's dad's coffin. Like, there is so much that happens off the beach. We can watch a season and a half of Lost at best. That's all you need. That's my this hot take. I'm idea. planting my flag in the ground. <laughs> this is a great idea, but I have another suggestion for you. Hit me. 
This is a podcast by my friend, the GM Jeff Stormer, and the title of which is The Next Great Potato Chip Flavor Cast. Okay. The Next Great Potato Chip Flavor Cast. So, Andrew, what's your favorite potato chip flavor? Uh, my favorite potato chips are probably the... No, 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 no. Not potato chip. The flavor. We are not picking Lay's, Ruffles, Kettle Cooked, or Pringles. We are picking barbecue, sour cream and onion, black pepper, or cheesy. You know what I mean? Uh, I'm going with cheesy. We're going with um, whatever the, the Ruffles cheese flavored chips are. Ruffle cheese flavor. That's interesting. Because to me, I, I, I'm on two up. You have to include the chip in this, though. No, no, no. It is the flavor cast. Ruffles tastes different than Lay's, though, even if it's the same flavor. I agree. I agree. I agree. Uh, you, the chips are not comparable in that way. But for this podcast, we are stripping them. We are getting every different kind of cheesy that we can. One of each brand and going, all right, is this the flavor we want to stake our our brand on? Our flag? Is this the winner? Because to me, because then I my favorites are the black pepper. I like black pepper and salt uh-huh. on my chips. Or uh, tacos at midnight Doritos. <laughs> okay, now there is an idea. So we, we, we are like, what are all the different flavors that come in this specific style? And what makes the best one? And I think we have to make a step right now and say that plain chips, like chips without a, a flavor, do not count for our bracket. Because otherwise they would win. Sure. Now, important question. Do the experimental Lay's chips count? Yes. So we could say like the Lay's kettle cooked everything bagel with cream cheese chips. Those could be the number one chip. They're on the docket because that's a flavor. They're num- not again, not number one chip, number one flavor. I fail to see the distinction. <laughs> The distinction is important here. I don't get the distinction, Riley. Because, like, yes, like, you can get a kettle-cooked sea salt and vinegar, a Lay's sea salt and vinegar, a Ruffles sea salt and vinegar, and these are all completely different. I would never compare them. Right. They're four different flavors of chips. They're four different chips. I... We cut off the second part. We cut off the brand, leaving only the flavor. So, what are you proposing? That we take the chip, we dip it in water to get out, to wash off the flavoring. We throw away the chip, and then we drink the sludge and say, "Ah, yes, that's the flavor <laughs> I crave." No, we we take in everything that that flavor has to offer. All so we just lick it off the off the chip. No, no, no. We get to eat the chip too. We get to eat the chip. We have too, to discount but- half the taste. So there's a there's a kind of averaging here that we have to do, right? You try a chip, and then you you obviously you score it in your mind. Like we both agree, lay, wavy lays are one of the greatest chips, or ruffles. Like that's a good chip. Like ridges are good, but like you take that, you put that in, and that's part of the flavor track. And we're like, all right, so nacho cheese, not like cheesy lays. Is that the same as a Dorito? No, but are they both cheese flavored? Yes. They must be considered in that same team of cheese. And so then every other thing that is cheese flavored fits in that section. And we look at its highs, we look at its lows, and we come to the middle to decide what it represents. And then we do that for other flavors. So you're saying that for this podcast, we look at a style of chip and we find the most mag- <laughs> same Say flavor it. of chip. 
I refuse to acknowledge what you're Chips proposing. Chips have different flavors. It's like one of the things. But you're saying that we take them, we just take and distill down to the most medium average element of that flavor and then put that average flavor build against each other? Well, do we do average or do we do the heights? Do we do like the highest cheese flavored versus the highest sea salt and vinegar? The highest sour cream and onion. But then why do we have to consider the other flavors in that category? Which is why I think that the highest is not the right answer. We have to go with the middle, which is why we have to consider every flavor. I feel like I'm losing my mind in this discussion. (laughs) I need to pitch you on a different podcast, but I've forgotten all of my other pitches. Um, I'm going to give you one more, one more thing before we, before we get off this, Andrew, if I, if I told you to go to the store and get five flavors of Doritos, what would you get? I would get five separate kinds of Doritos. Yes. If I told you to get, if I told you to go to the store and get three different kinds of Coke, what, what would you get? I would get three different flavors of Coke. I would get three different flavors of the same base Coca-Cola. If you told if me I to told just go you, to the store. If I told you to and get five different flavors of chips, what would you get? I would probably end up getting five different. I would get five different flavors, but they would also be different brands. Yes. And I would get no, 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 no. But I would also say like, great, here's the barbecue Lay's and the barbecue Grippos. Because those are different flavors of chips. They're not different flavors. Because the barbecue, they're both barbecue. Give me a different podcast. Give okay, me, this is different podcast me. idea. Uh, <laughs> Jeff Stormer is tearing this podcast This is apart. an insidious attempt by Jeff Stormer to, to, to rip us apart, and it's working. Um, <sighs> so I had to calm down for that one and take a walk. I got an idea here from uh, Honath and Hostar, Sarah McCostumes, who says, An actual play podcast where you edit out all of the story bits, leaving in only the fun tangents and distractions that interrupted the game. So we convert an actual play podcast into, into a talking podcast, into a chat podcast. So yeah, this is a this is a this is the ultimate hanging out with friends podcast mm-hmm. because we are distilling down an actual play podcast into the moments where people are actively hanging out with each other instead of trying to further the pursuits of Ragnar the Barbarian. Yes. Okay. 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 This is interesting to me. And why aren't we just doing a conversation podcast where it's like who's got something today to, to riff on for thirty seconds? So, for me, as someone who doesn't like actual play podcasts, mm-hmm. this is ideal to me because it is actively rejecting everything I don't like about actual play and just mm-hmm. giving me the remains of what I would actively enjoy, which, which is four friends who just spent time imagining Ragnar the Barbarian um, telling me about literally anything but their adventures of Ragnar. So, so what... <laughs> See, the thing is, now, we've shit-talked this exact style of podcast before, which is four friends hanging out. <laughs> yeah, but the the thing is that this is a pitch. We have to make it. We have to make it. And the thing is, like, I do like just, like, people I enjoy hanging out as a podcast. Like, that mm-hmm. to me is fine and good for my ears. I just don't want to listen to people talk about barbarians. And that's valid. What if we outlaw actual plays? I mean, that's what I've done. Um, <laughs> it's how my feed is set up. 
I, I, I don't want to hear you tell me about your dreams, and I don't mm-hmm. want to hear you tell me about your imaginary adventures. Damn. I <laughs> let let me tell you how we played pretend. I I'm good. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate you. I'm glad you have a hobby. I just don't want to hear about it. <laughs> I'm going to tell you the same thing that my mom told me when I was six, trying to tell her about Yu-Gi-Oh. I, I just, I can't. I'm sorry. I can't follow you down this path. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, Scott Paladin writes in and says, podcast name, Three Men and a Babadook. Three Men and a Babadook. Okay. So so you find two other men, and then you also find the Babadook. Uh-huh. Gay icon. <laughs> LGBTQ icon, the Duke is here, and he is terrorizing three con men. This is a takeoff of three men and a baby. Mm -hmm. Okay, I did not know that. Three men and a baby Duke. Yes, Uh, where I think three men and a baby is about like people that try to take a baby hostage, but the baby keeps on. uh, Baby goes on its own adventure. Baby has hijinks. It it has hijinks. what kind of hijinks do you think the Babadook gets into? I think the Babadook guy gets into a cabinet that it's not supposed to be into and starts knocking things <laughs> over. And I think they're like, oh, damn, what are we supposed to do? The Babadook is wrecking this. If we open the cabinet, the Babadook's going to get us. <laughs> we can't have that. Wait. But we do need to get the Babadook out of the cabinet. Where'd my copy of Pokemon Silver go? Oh, no, the Babadook has it. The Babadook is releasing all my Pokemon. The Babadook erased my save file. <laughs> what am I supposed to do? Oh, no. It replaced itself with a trainer named Babadook because it doesn't have enough room to fit all the characters. <laughs> the Babadook is haunting my copy of Majora's Mask. Oh, no. Babadook drowned. <laughs> I tried to make a sandwich, but I turned wrong, and the Babadook hit my knife and splattered mayonnaise all over my cabinets. <laughs> it's a mess. See, I was... Babadook! I was thinking that this is a four friends sitting around and having a conversation podcast, but one of the friends is the Babadook. <laughs> I'm realizing that I'm turning this into Marmaduke, except <laughs> instead of a big dog, it's a giant spooky man. <laughs> Cole, <laughs> I'm looking at a suggestion for my friend Colin. <laughs> I have to pivot. Baba Duke's too big for his cage. Baba Duke. Hey, Baba Duke hates two hates three things. One is the loss of a parental figure in a home. The other is Mondays. The other is they love lasagna. <laughs> the Baba Field. <laughs> Hold on. Reimagining of the Cloverfield monster, but it's Garfield. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a podcast that's my next hit movie the statue of liberty's head crashes down in the middle of a new york street followed by just a ton of lasagna it <laughs> 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 was just a friend colton on twitter he says a podcast that is a real-time commentary as the hosts watch through every minute of twitch plays pokemon okay did you watch twitch plays pokemon I heard about it secondhand from other people. Really? You didn't watch it? This is perfect. Because I watched... It was one of those things that I tuned in consistently for. Where it was like something okay. that meant a lot to me and I enjoyed. And like I remember sitting in there in college and going like, they've got this Venomoth that they've named All-Terrain Venomoth. <laughs> He's an ATV. <laughs> they so ca- Twitch plays... Pokemon was the first place ball, right? Oh, 
I th- so there's there's a Venn diagram that is home stuck in Twitch plays Pokemon, and in the middle of that is Blazeball. Like that checks out to me. And like Twitch plays Pokemon has all the interactive elements because at, in the chat you're sitting there and you're one of like eighty people going up, 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 up. One second, I'm gonna close my door. Left, 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 close, close, right, 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 uh, down, 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 sit. Uh, headphones, headphones, headphones. All right, nailed it. Up, 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 I just, up. I, did, I just did Twitch plays Riley. Oh, <laughs> that works. I was going to use the ups as a way to sync that together. <laughs> I thought that through, but you already had the good joke. Cause see, I got a joke ready. We sit there and like, the amazing thing about Twitch plays Pokemon is like they caught Zapdos. They made it through the Safari Zone, and like there's a point in the Safari Zone where you can like lose Pokemon Red because you don't have enough money to get forward, and there's no other way to make money. Like it's hmm. amazing that they beat that game, and it is truly, I think, like one of like those great things that you kind of put the internet on. They still do other shit. Like there's still like Twitch plays like Kerbal Space Program or something. I'd watch I- that. I googled Twitch plays Pokemon, mm-hmm. and uh, apparently, um, I have one of those. You know how Google shows you just like half of a Wikipedia page that you never have to click onto another website. Yep, you have to make sure that other website doesn't get any ad posts or anything like that. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, so they've got uh, apparently there's a a whole bracketed list of game completion that they pulled from Wikipedia. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the first thing that I noticed is that it says season one on the left, which indicates to me that there are other seasons. Uh, oh, and woo. the other thing is that there are four games listed here, and then a link that says 61 more rows. What? So there's a lot of Twitch plays Pokemon. Wow. Okay. So I, I gotta say, you're ex- uh, here's the real question. Are we expected to watch all of these, or just Pokemon Red? I think when people say Twitch plays Pokemon, they think of the original Twitch plays Pokemon, and the way that when people say, <laughs> like, what... <laughs> Naruto, they mean the original Naruto. They don't mean the good they one. don't mean Chaputin, they don't mean Boruto. And so mm-hmm. Pokemon Red's uh Crutch Pokemon was it. Like that was it. That was the end. No one watched the Crystal one, no one watched the Pokemon Emerald, or that apparently they're doing Omega Ruby now. Like we're Yeah, they're they're using a bunch of like uh 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 modded games now i couldn't remember the word for that wild fascinating Um, so you're saying so we go in so you've done a podcast that took 10 hours before and how did that go i think it went great it was wonderful it was i don't regret any part of it and it was only a good time cool uh we only need to do this one it's just a little bit longer it's 16 days nine hours 55 minutes and four seconds so basically the podcast you did and then we just add about 16 days now, Andrew, the important note is it does not say this is one episode of of Riley and Andrew watch Twitch plays Pokemon. It we don't do just one episode. We watch many. You know what I mean? We we watch we watch we watch it and we go like, all right, that was thirty minutes. We're good. And we have what's thirty minutes divided by sixteen days? So what you get sixteen times twenty four times uh two. So um. 16 times 24 uh-huh. times 2, because uh-huh. that is uh, how many hours. In the ha- so 768 half hours plus 20. Oh, not times 20 plus. Well, times 20 divided by 20 plus 20. Uh, so about we're going to get about 800 episodes. 
This is incredible to me. This is like if we did a Power Rangers rewatch podcast. We'd be do- doing this forever. And since we're only doing the first season, we don't need to worry about continuing it forward. We can just be good. We can just call it. You know what I mean? I feel like we're going to lose steam around episode like 320. But then then we power through. You know what I mean? That's exactly. You were making this analogy with the Boruto episode. We lost steam around hour five to hour seven. But then you, uh-huh. once we once we patched episode 300 and we get to episode 600 eventually, that's when like there's that light at the end of the tunnel. Okay. And so we, it is just like Naruto. It is just like Naruto. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I got a podcast here. Yeah, what you got? Uh, this one came to us from at Cello Buster, and they sent us the song Gotta Catch Em All, Cinnabon. Which is Gotta Catch A Mall, Cinnabon. Yes, correct. This is like a diners, drivers, and dives kind of setup where we are going from mall to mall across America right as they close down. Again, I like they're all closing behind us. We're leaving a trail of yeah. malls in our make. We are sponsored by like people who own malls, uh Simon or whatever the hell. Uh and uh Simon sends us to here to here to here and we go there, we try Cinnabon and if it is under, if we do not rate it 5 stars, that mall closes. So we are the harbingers of retail and capitalism as a whole. Yes, yes, yes. We are this the two horses. To me- this sounds to me more like we're sponsored by Amazon. That we're just like, ah, time to go rate and review retail stores and see if they're two hour whims. God. I so guess. we're here. Bezos has sent us mm-hmm. uh, to go and rate malls based off of. I want to expand this out a little bit, not just Cinnabuns, but mm-hmm. we're going to catch any little um, kiosks that people are selling things from. Uh, so maybe maybe you get a little robot dog at one place. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe I'll get a nail art kit for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe I'll even get a chance to eat uh, Dippin' Dots, which my mom would never let me get when we went to the mall because it cost $8 for a tiny cup. But it's the ice cream of the future. It's the ice cream of the future. She doesn't get it. Future. She doesn't get it. Parents she don't get understand. It. So we, we're, we're rating the individual parts of a... Of of a mall in this way and deciding if it lives or dies. Mm-hmm. Do we visit the mall as it is now and then compare it against the mall as it was at its peak? I don't think we can do that because it's not the eighties. Well, I mean, we can call somebody who was alive in the eighties, right? They're still alive. There's nothing I want to do less than call someone and say, "Tell me about the mall you went to when you were a teenager." <laughs> then here's my second pitch. Since it specifies gotta catch a mall, Cinnabon. We are doing okay. food courts and only food courts because the food court's going to have okay. the most activity still. Food courts are still going to be alive. Food courts are still going to be kicking. And so we mm-hmm. are going to go and we're going to stroll in and I'll be like, all right, Andrew, there's a Taco Bell, a Panda Express, a Sabaros, and another Sabaros, weirdly enough. And Ooh, then one like Sabaros is it's rough. Them. Yep. And there's a Wetzel's pretzels. What are we, where do we go? What are we doing? What are we eating? And this actually will... sounds like an A plus food court, if I'm being perfectly honest. A really? A minus. They've got double Sabaros. Really? <laughs> Pull up the food court to your local mall right now. Or right. the last mall you went to. Um so the problem okay. is I went to the fancy mall last time I went to a mall. It's okay. Um, I'm going to my college's mall, the Coral Coral Ridge Mall in Iowa City. Now I will say, uh, this is listed on the Twelve Oaks Mall page, listed as dining. So you know it's good. Okay, I've got 
a Chick-fil-A. I have a uh, a portable Olive Garden, a Panda Express, a Panera Bread, and a Juice Bar. And Saraku Japan... And they got rid of the Taco Bell that was there. That sucks. That's 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 a minus. That's gonna dock them. Yeah, I do like a good uh, uh, Japanese or Chinese or Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. really kind of any Asian place that'll give you free samples. Mm -hmm. There was a mall that I I used to go to in college where it had a sushi bar that was just like you couldn't walk in. It was just like a buffet table and like bar stools, and you would walk up and be like, "Ah, can I get this?" And they'd be like, "Yeah, sure." And they'd cut it for you and give it to you, and they'd have sports on in the background. It was just like two dudes who owned it. It ruled. That sounds great. Uh, Last mall I went to was the Twelve Oaks Mall. I know that this has some restaurants interspersed. I will be I will be excluding them because they are not in the food court proper. I also excluded Uh, restaurants, so we're good. We got AW All American Food. We've Ooh. got Annie Ann's Cinnabon Cafe. We've got Charlie's Philly Steaks. We've got Kirby's Coney Island. Okay. Um, we've got uh, Mrs. Fields, I think, has a little stand in the food court, but it's not mm-hmm. like. That counts. That counts. It, that counts. That one, it doesn't count, actually. Cut that one. Cut that one. Cut that um, one. We've got uh, Nordstrom's Eat. No, that's in Nordstrom. What the fuck am I talking about? We got a Sparrows. <laughs> Sorry. Ugh. Uh, we've got Surf City Squeeze, which is good. They make those, uh, nice little, uh, what do you call them? Um, smoothies. Mm-hmm. We got a Zoop. Oh, a Zoop is good. Zoop is good. Most importantly, we got a Taco Bell. This is a, that to me is an A-plus food court. That is like five stars. This mall gets to live on the strength of its food court. It gets to mm-hmm. stay here. So one thing that I learned in, uh, I used to work at a movie theater, and one thing mm-hmm. that they told us, um, the manager was like, you got to look at our business. Like, you're looking at the business wrong if you expect mm-hmm. that our business is to sell movie tickets. Um, mm-hmm. Movie tickets aren't where the, the money is. Um, we are a restaurant that you can go to and watch a movie. I feel mm-hmm. like, I wonder if retail's the same way, where we have to look at the mall. The mall is not a retail <laughs> shopping experience. It's a restaurant where you can also go get a used game at GameStop. I have a suggestion. That's incredible. I have a suggestion here from Jeff Storber. We're going to save retail, Riley. Is it a restaurant? I know the title that we were given is Gotta Catch a Mall Cinnabon, but is the the actual title a restaurant where you can buy a used game? Or something (laughs) like that? I think our actual title is Andrew and Riley Save Retail. Andrew and Riley Save Retail is fucking good. I have one more suggestion from Jeff Stormer. Uh huh. A mascot review podcast where the only criteria for success is how likely is it that this mascot would need, use, and endorse this product or service. I have bad news for you. Do you are do you have a mascot phobia? I do. That is valid. I was, <laughs> I would, I am like drawn to mascots because like I'm like, oh my god, it's them. My brain is like a baby, and like when I was in Disney World, I would see Goofy, and I was like, oh my god, it's Goofy, and my wife would freeze up and be like, I don't want to go over there, and I'd be like, okay, 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 we don't have to, we don't have to. <laughs> like, I'm on your I, wife's side. Nah, fuck a mascot. Uh, uh-uh. uh, that could be anyone under the mask. Even worse, it could be no one. That could just be Goofy. <laughs> that's 
That I can't imagine that you're just like, are you telling me that's Mr. Peanut? I know it could be Mr. Peanut. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, it's Mr. Mr. Peanut isn't real. But Andrew, when I see a cosplayer, when I see somebody in a costume, I lose that critical part of my brain. And I'm like, oh my God, it is Donald Duck. Uh, you are, I, I get it. Mm-hmm. I appreciate you. I can't follow you on this path because I, 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 I am the same way. Uh, uh, fun fact about myself. When I was in high school, um, my family went out to a local barbecue joint for my birthday one year. It was kind of <laughs> what we, you know, as a family would go out to celebrate the kids' mm-hmm, birthdays. Mm-hmm. And uh, what I didn't know at the time was that a guy that I knew named Sean, um, be a little too strong to say that we were friends due to some behind the scenes drama uh, related to a couple episodes back. So this is the long story of Andrew in high school. But, uh, Sean had just gotten a job at uh, at Famous Dave's Barbecue, where his job was to dress up as Wilbur the Pig and uh, uh-huh. entertain people. Oh, no. That's exactly what I want when I go out to eat, is I want to be accosted by a man in a mascot suit. Uh-huh. And so in Sean's eyes, uh, he was in the restaurant and said, oh, hey, that's my friend Andrew. I'll give him a little extra attention so that he has a good time. Uh, meanwhile, I had the absolute worst night of my life oh uh, my as God. I sat in a restaurant trying to like keep an eye over my shoulder, wondering when the fuck the pig with the dead eyes was going to come back. So, no, I can't follow you on this journey because Wilbur ruined it for you. That's fuck you, Sean. Fuck you, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> okay 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 i can save this i can save this podcast pitch okay we are understanding mascots too broadly too specifically i think right judging by the prompts i think that you're right because this this it sounds like this includes shit like mr clean yeah mr clean crash bandicoot like we aren't thinking there are no costumes in here what is crash bandicoot a mascot for playstation 2 was he wasn't he like a station mascot in the way that Mario is a mascot for Nintendo? Wasn't like Crash, Rat, and Ratchet like mascots for PlayStation? I don't think they count if the if they're the product being sold. But like Mario is a mascot, right? I think he's a character. I think some people would consider him a mascot, but I don't because I'm not scared of him. Hi ho! Hi ho! Hi-ho!